0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the monthly LGBTQIA storytelling night I host and program. This week's story was recorded at a special edition of Queer Stories at Volume 2017, another art book fair at Sydney's Art Space. Next up, artist Nell. Um, I'm not going to tell such a linear story. I'm going to tell a story that will be made up of writings that inspired me or interest me or are in my life very much now. And the first one is by uh, an Irish poet and writer called John O'Donoghue. I don't know if many of you know him. He died of a heart attack about 10 years ago and I only discovered his writings quite recently when I was in New Zealand and um, they really rocked my world. And he writes uh, blessings for a secular society because in the absence of uh, ritual and... um, the old kind of spiritual traditions that used to hold us together. And this particular blessing is a blessing for people who are exhausted, which was how I was feeling this year. I've been feeling quite burnt out. And so it's really amazing to hear words for these kind of things that we are going through. (laughs) When the rhythm of the heart becomes hectic, time takes on the strain until it breaks. Then all the unattended stress falls in, on the mind like an endless, increasing weight. The light in the mind becomes dim. Things you could take in your stride before now become laboursome events of will. Weariness invades your spirit. Gravity begins falling inside you, dragging down every bone. The tide you never valued has gone out and you are marooned on unsure ground. Something within you has closed down and cannot push you back to life. You have been forced to enter empty time. The desire that drove you has relinquished. There is nothing else to do now but rest. And patiently learn to receive the self you have forsaken in the race of days. At first your thinking will darken and sadness will take over like listless weather. The flow of unwept tears will frighten you. You have travelled too fast over false ground. Now your soul has come to take you back. Take refuge in your senses. Open up to the small miracles you rush through. Become inclined to watch the way of rain when it falls slow and free. Imitate the habit of twilight, taking time to open the well of colour that fostered the brightness of day. Draw alongside the silence of stone until its calmness can claim you. Be excessively gentle with yourself. Steer clear of those vexed in spirit. Learn to linger around someone of ease who feels they have all the time in the world. Gradually you will return to yourself, having learned a new respect for your heart and the joy that dwells far within slow time. Beautiful words. And uh, so the second piece of writing I'd like to read is uh, song lyrics by... Nick Cave, my other guru. Um, I've made lots of work, artworks about music and Nick Cave has been a very steady soundtrack to that art making for a very long time. This is from an album called Your Funeral, My Trial. And this song was most certainly uh, influenced by Leonard Cohen's uh, Don't Go Home With Your Hard On. And this song's called Hard On For Love. It is for she that the cherry bleeds, that the moon is steeped in milk and blood, that I steal like a robber from her altar of love. O moneylender, O cloven gender, I am the fiend hid in her skirts and it's as hot as hell in here, coming at her as I am from above, hard on for love, hard on for love, hard on for love, hard on for love. love. Well, I swear I've seen that girl before, like she walks straight out of the book of Leviticus But they can stone me with stones, I don't care, just as long as I can get to kiss those gypsy lips, gypsy lips. My aim is to hit this miss and I'm moving in, I'm moving in, coming at her like above, like Lazarus from above, hard on for love, hard on for love, hard on for love, hard on for love. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But he leadeth me like a lamb to the lips of the mouth of the valley of the shadow. I am his rod and his staff. I am his scepter and shaft. And she is heaven and hell at whose gates I ain't been delivered. I'm going to give them gates a shove. Hard on for love, hard on for love, hard on for love, hard on for love. And her breasts rise and fall, her breasts rise and fall, her breasts rise and fall, her breasts rise and fall. And just when I'm about to get my hands on her, and just when I'm about to get my hands on her, just when I'm about to get my hands on her, you are you are beautiful, O oh dove. Hard on for love, hard on for love, hard on for love, hard on for love. Just when I'm about to get my hands on her, just when I'm about to get my hands on her, her breasts rise and fall, her breasts rise and fall. Just when I'm about to get my hands on her, just when I'm about to get my hands on her, hard on for love, hard on for love. Heart on for love. Heart on for love. <clears throat> and then, you know, as an artist, I always feel like English is my second language. Um, and so writing is by no means my forte or even something I'm that particularly interested in, in and of itself. But, um, of course, we all have to do it. And... Um, this is, I thought I couldn't really offer this uh, little storytelling um, grouping without offering some of my own words. And so this is from a catalogue essay or a little catalogue. Well, I called it an artist prayer. You see, I can't even think about writing. I have to do it like a blessing or a prayer. From a show I had at Roslyn Oxley in 2010... The show was called Made in the Cross, and the paintings were in this show were loosely made around uh, the form of crucifixion form in terms of the composition. And then I had made the show in King's Cross in my studio, so they were literally made in the cross. And then, although this prayer um, speaks of the Lord, I'm only doing that sort of in the judo christian tradition that we inherited because that's the most uh it's like the highway that our brain has to spirituality because it's what we're all indoctrinated into so but i i mean it in a broader spiritual sense okay artist prayer oh lord is it too much to ask to make just one of my works into a song i specially dedicate this song to the tears of families to unmade love and i am wet and dirty. Please don't clean me up. Do not give me strength when I am weak. Let my selfishness be selfless. Make me blind and deaf so I may see and hear. Keep words and people from my mind and mouth. Let my hands only do the work of hands. Make me neither good nor bad, but both, always and forever. There is nothing to save me from being reborn in all and all being reborn in me. I accept each inhalation as a rebirth. I accept each exhalation as a death. Even the absolute is empty. I live in praise of song. And so the last poem or the last piece of writing I'd like to read is by an American-Palestinian poet and writer called Naomi Shabnai. Um, it was written in 1986, so there's kind of some 80s references. But curiously, it's written the same year as Hard On For Love. <laughs> So, this is a story called Yellow Glove. I was small, like everyone. Life was a string of precautions. Don't kiss the squirrel before you bury him. Don't suck candy, pop balloons, drop watermelons, watch TV. When the new gloves appeared one Christmas, tucked in soft tissue, I heard it trailing me. Don't lose the yellow gloves. I was small, there was too much to remember. One day, waving at the stream, the ice had cracked, winter chipping down. Soon we would sail boats and roll into ditches. I let a glove go. Into the stream, sucked under the street. Since when did streets have mouths? I walked home on a desperate road. Gloves cost money. We didn't have much, I would tell no one. I would wear the yellow glove that was left and keep the other hand in my pocket. I knew my mother's eyes had tears they had not yet cried. I didn't want to be the one to make them flow. It was the prayer I spoke secretly, folding socks, lining up donkeys in windowsills. To be good, a promise made to the roaches who scouted my closet at night. If you don't get in my bed, I will be good. And they listened. I had a lot to fulfil. The months rolled down like towels out of a machine. I sang and drew and fattened the cat. Don't scream, don't lie, don't cheat, don't fight. You could hear it anywhere. A pebble could show you how to be smooth, tell the truth. A field could show you how to sleep without walls. A stream could remember how to drift and change. Next June, I was stirring the stream like a soup, telling my brother dinner would be ready if he'd only hurry up with the bread when I saw it the yellow glove draped on a twig, a muddy survivor, a quiet flag. Where had it been in these three gone months? I could wash it, fold it in my winter drawer with its sister. No one in that world would ever know. There were miracles on Harvey Street. Children walked home in yellow light. Trees were reborn and gloves travelled far, but returned. A thousand miles later, what can a yellow glove mean in a world of bank books and stereos? part of the difference between floating and going down. And that's it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For tickets to the next Queer Stories, visit giantdwarf.com.au. To check out other events I produce and perform in, visit mavemarsden.com. And if you'd like advance or discount tickets to these shows, look me up on crowdfunding platform Patreon.